Hey peeps, welcome back to a special continuation of our previous episode. We talked so much we had to split it up. So if you haven't listened to the previous, go ahead and check that out. If you're all caught up, then you may proceed. Right on. Well, Lonnie had a topic. He wanted to talk about AEW stuff. Which, for those that don't know, that stands for All Elite Wrestling. Oh, I didn't know that. That was going to be my first question. Thanks. And I was supposed to ask. Was that really your first question? Yeah, it was good. Well, since Lonnie's not here, I have to be Lonnie. So I have to. Where's Lonnie? Well, we have to be Lonnie. Indonesia. Lonnie's. We sacrificed him, and he is now our patron. He went to bed. So you and John are going to ask questions as Lonnie. As Lonnie. And I'm going to answer them. I'm going to, I don't know what Lonnie had planned for this, but we promoted that we were going to talk about AEW and things going on there. So I'm not like a diehard AEW fan. Like, I don't watch it I, religiously, but I know enough of what's going on there. I think he's trying to, and I mean, the drama. I think that's right. what he... You know, which I think that's where your questions are going to be more geared towards. And Justin has no idea. I don't think I've ever really watched AEW. Well, let's start with uh, Lonnie number one, which would be Justin. Hey. Lonnie number two. Hey. <laughs> Let me get my voice. I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this as much justice as I could. So, justice. What do you want for dinner? Justice, justice. <laughs> with a side of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. I like that skit. <laughs> In in your tenure, oh, no. in your tenure of, of watching tenure of, of AEW, um, this does not sound. Like <laughs> I hear myself, and I'm like, I do not hear Lonnie. Uh, but like, Jeremy, my voice what do you wants think to of the punk drama. <laughs> oh my gosh! So. Uh, Lonnie, <laughs> to answer your question, so f- to let people know, CM Punk, he, uh, was in WWE, he quit, walked out like eight years or so ago, nine years ago, and he kind of left on a sour, sour taste in people's mouths yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, he kind of took his and, ball and went home. Yeah. And he was doing it for the betterment of some of his friends there to, you know, give them higher spots on the card and whatnot. He disappeared from professional wrestling. He went to UFC. He tried a UFC career, got his that ass was, handed yes. to him. Did he, he left only in, did like he, two matches or so, didn't he? Yeah, and he got fucked up. He left then, in 2014. I don't know okay. if you said 2014. So that eight years ago. Yeah. So then he did UFC. That didn't work. Well, you know, anytime you talk to him, no. like he he's kind of one of those people where a lot of the stories you hear about him with fan interactions, he's a dickhead. He's an asshole. I've, I respected the guy. He's, I liked him for the fact that he's straight edge. You think he just probably needs and, to smoke a joint? Maybe, and, all right? yeah, maybe but he needs you know, something. He would always speak his mind and speak the truth, which I appreciated that. The truth or his truth? Well, that's where I'm that, getting that's at. That's where we're getting it's, at. It's, yeah. it's, you're starting to wonder now because a little over a year ago or about a year ago, he came to this all elite wrestling, which for those that don't know, AEW was it 2018 when it started up around like then that. it was 2018 2019 and their idea was to compete with WWE which was the only 2019 big professional wrestling promotion out there they had backers like Cody Rhodes well yeah that's how it started like Cody Rhodes uh who was it Meltzer who was like I bet no independent could sell 10,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. seat arena yeah. or whatever and Cody Rhodes goes okay I'll take that bet yep 
So with the help of Tony Khan, or more so Tony Khan's dad, who owns the um, Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars NFL team, who's like a billionaire, they started this company. Chris Jericho was on board, the Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega. And, you know, they start, had a rough start, but then people started leaving WWE to go to AEW. And then AEW started getting momentum, and they were the alternative to WWE, who at the time was really catering towards kids. It was a PG product, very poop and pee joke type of thing. Catering towards that and an old man who was out of touch. Yes, yes. AKA Vince McMahon. And so AEW came along and they started doing like the, <gasps> the attitude era back where there was blood, violence, all that stuff. So it was a nice alternative for like the older guys to like, okay, you know, WWE turned their back on us. Now we can watch AEW. And I'm one of those people that I was on board with AEW so CM Punk came back about a year ago and huge shock. Like people knew it was kind of people knew happen, that, re that reaction. Go look up the reaction video, like CM Punk debuting in AEW. It's huge. It it's is. But chilling. it also was in Chicago, which yeah. is his hometown. Yeah. So he was there. It didn't take, it took less than a year for him to win the championship belt. And then he got injured and had to give up the belt. And then he came back from injury and he won the belt. This was a couple of weeks ago. And then their post press conference scrum, he media scrum, media scrum, it, which I don't remember them having one for other pay per views. They they do they do okay. everyone it just wasn't as big because yeah. of the okay gotcha yeah. So he was up there with Tony Khan, Tony Khan, the guy that runs AEW. He always sits up there, and he's he is like a little kid. Like you can tell, he's just excited because it's like he treats AEW like. He's playing with action figures. Yes, exactly. 100%. He yep. is a huge fucking Mark fanboy, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but he needs to find, and we'll talk about this, and this kind of is why this is happening. He needs to find... Balls. A, yeah, balls, <laughs> basically. And a, he needs to find a line from being a fan and being a boss and a guy running a fucking company. He lets <laughs> these guys walk all over him, and as a former professional wrestling promoter, not on that level... I can respect him because I know exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to do what I was trying to do locally, which is professional wrestling is toxic. Egos are, Fun. they're just through the roof. And these guys only care about themselves and whatnot, which whatever, to each their own. I wanted it's to create generation. a place where there was the least amount of stress possible. We weren't going to allow for stress, drama, all that stuff. And I learned very quickly that that can't happen. Question to you for that personal side. For those who are, have egos, have you ever approached one of them and be like, what do you think you look like out there? Like, <laughs> no, we, we have, you know, my thing was I was, I was always, and my business partner at the time too, we were always willing to pay people what they thought their worth was the first time. And you no, know, basically we tell them like, okay. We'll pay you that if you can get butts in the seat. But if you're not going to help provide butts in the seats and you're not going to give us a top-notch match, then next time we're not going to pay you that much. And that's why I said you, you soon learn that, you know, after the first show, there were several that promised us this and then they phoned in their match. And I'm like, really? I paid you this much? And I'm not going to argue with them and be like, I'm only giving you this much because what you did out there was lackluster but you soon you realize and that's the, yeah. that's why i i'm not really i didn't fight to keep now going after covid because it's just like it's probably best i'll probably live a couple more years longer because <laughs> i'm not having that but you gotta think tony khan 
he's on a professional level with guys that have been wrestling around the world, letting them take advantage of him and basically letting them call their shots. So back to CM Punk at this press conference, he won the title back. And in this press conference, he just starts talking about personal shit about, you know, his former best friend that, you know, he's in this whole thing where he paid off for his house. Colt and this Cabana. And, yeah. Colt Cabana. And then he's talking about how the EVPs of AEW, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks that are also wrestlers, like how they're trying to make this a bigger deal than it is and this and that and just just unnecessary things that needed to be out in the open. Yeah, he aired some dirty laundry and, and not in a professional way at all. No. He's dropping so F-bombs. That he's... need to be out or that didn't need to be no. out? It didn't need didn't to, be, need out. to no. be out at all. And he's just, yeah, like John said, he's dropping F-bombs and this and that. And basically he's like, if people want to tell him that, that the other people in the locker room are like, he's working with bitches and stuff like that. And one of the quotes is he's like, I'm old, I'm tired and I work with children. Yeah. But he's like the biggest child, child of them all. Like you're the one crying about everything. He has an ego complex too. Yeah. Like he oh, for sure. literally has a wrestling god complex. Like he thinks I never he's really, the best in the world. I never really paid attention too Which, much to him, even though he promoted like the straight edge. And I thought they just using the title was kind of annoying and all that. But like I always thought he was kind of a, a bitch. You know, I I like him. I think he's entertaining. I he's think he's earned the upper echelon of talent wise. Match-wise, match quality, watching his matches over the mm -hmm. years, especially in ROH and, you know, WWE. I don't really feel he's done that in AEW. I think he's kind of phoning it in at this point. Yeah. And so after the press conference, after his part of the press conference, apparently the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega went to his locker room to confront him when he had just said in his uh, press conferences, like, if people want to talk to me, come talk to me or whatever. Well, then they did. And then... A fight ensued, and that's the thing is Tony Khan had to finally kind of man up, and he basically suspended all of them. He stripped them all of titles. Because, yeah, all of them had titles, too. Yeah, so it's a whole mess. And the, the thing at AEW is like a year ago, they were on top of the world. They were, to me and a lot of people, they were... Way better than WWE. Yeah, more entertaining, more wrestling. Yeah. They were giving us what we wanted. But they are imploding from the inside. There's talent fighting with each other all over the place. Talent refusing to do things because they don't want a job to somebody or put somebody over. And there's a lot of people now that are wanting to get out of their contracts and go back to WWE because now because, Vince isn't there. Yeah. Tell him why. And Triple H is taking over, and he actually Why understands. isn't Vince there, Jeremy? Uh, oh, sorry. Why isn't Vince there? <laughs> <laughs> because Vince McMahon has paid over, like, $15 million that we know so of. 19 now. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. He's paid at least $19 million in hush money from all these women that he's had sexual, uh, what's the word? Sexual liaisons or assault. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean. Blowies for screen time. And he's used company money. For that as well. And, and he would like pass interns off to Johnny Laurinaitis too. Allegedly, allegedly. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't want to get us in trouble. But. I mean, yeah. But anybody that knows Vince. It sounds like a virus. It's just, it's just, it's crazy it because this world, the, the world of professional wrestling has just been tipped upside down. Yeah, it's done a complete 180 and I think it's, everybody gave up on WWE, like he said, and went to AEW. And now it's like, OK, now the opposite is happening. Like we want to go back to WWE because there's a guy running things now that is a wrestler or was a wrestler. 
and knows what he's wrestling's more touch, about. Yeah. yeah. And he's not writing shows for himself like Vince was. Well, thank, partly. <laughs> thank you, Lonnie, too. Lonnie one, any questions? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody who <laughs> who, who is the most attractive male in the AEW uh, roster? The most attractive wrestler. Yikes. I don't know. A lot of, I know no. Velvet thinks Wardlow's fucking mm. gorgeous. Yeah, I'd say he, MJF he, he's probably. up there. MJF. Some people. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Jungle Boy, if you like that. Uh, that's uh, Matthew never... Perry's son. Matthew Perry. <laughs> I think you broke him. Luke Perry. Okay. okay. It's Luke Perry. <laughs> it's Chandler from Friends. <laughs> Huh. Luke Perry's son. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Luke Perry. Yeah. It is his son in real life. Oh. Uh, so obviously he's like genetics. this tall too. Yeah. And he's got hair like fucking uh, Whitney Houston in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's just, it's, it, it's a nightmare. It, it really is. And I, this is what I fear. Did you hear? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think Tony Khan is getting that rude wake-up call that all these people that he thought were his friends weren't his friends at all. They were only trying to get close to his dad's paycheck or pay wallet. wallet and they don't have he the best interest for AEW in their minds. Their best interest is what's best for them. And I feel like Tony Khan is going to get very depressed here soon if he doesn't grow a pair of balls and actually man up and get help like he's got william regal which you don't know who he is but william regal is a genius when it comes and to a guy triple wrestling. h wants back yeah and if you have him be in charge of things and the thing is there's not those like in wwe in the locker room undertaker J- jbl jbl farouk, Benoit, farouk they yeah. were leaders in that locker room and they handled things to keep people in line AEW is just a fucking free-for-all, and you need to get those leaders back there. And they have people that could be those leaders. Jericho. Jericho's got too much on his plate to give a shit, though. Right. There's certain industries where, like, the patients running the asylum, it could work, but not Wrestling's not one of them. (laughs) Tony Khan doesn't know what to do when his action figures start speaking for themselves. Yep. Like, he literally, he's a fan, and there's nothing wrong with that if you have... Like we said, the balls to fucking make decisions and put your foot down. Well, that's like me. I'm a fan of football. That's the only sport I really like to watch. But that would be like me going out and buying an NFL team and trying to run it. Run it. I don't know shit about it. And I don't I don't know shit about contracts with players and what they should get paid and this and that. And they're gonna tell me this and be like, I'm gonna be the starter. It's like Speaking oh okay. of the Chiefs one. But uh well surprise. Twenty seven, twenty four. But there there's people saying in the locker room of AEW that were also in WCW that there's vibes of WCW back in 2000, 2000 yeah, when it was saying. starting to go under. Just, and, but you know. if you go on the network and you get your popcorn out and you watch WCW 2000 to 2001, it is the best backyard wrestling federation wow. I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. If you look at it, like I'm going to watch a shit show. Scott Steiner, big Papa pump came out with a fucking tiger. Why? Because he fucking wanted to. <laughs> there was no... One of my favorite promos is when he rips Ric Flair. He talks about his old-ass skin. He's like, all that money, he didn't spend any on those yellow jacked-up teeth of yours. Yeah. Huh. 
But yeah, back to AEW. It it and all this is happening. So CM Punk, go watch it. I, I implore you to really do watch the just CM Punk media scrum. Type it in. He's literally sitting there like he's. <laughs> First of all, he bust out like 18 cans of like <laughs> water for some reason. Then he gets a muffin from a local Chicago bakery and he's like sitting there just shoving it in his mouth while he's talking half bleeding and sweaty because he just had a fucking match. And he's sitting there like, just fuck you and fuck you. And, you know, he's just dropping F-bombs constantly while his boss is literally sitting there not knowing what to fucking say. And he's trying to backpedal Mike. and he's like, well, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have let them ask that question. You know, like, fuck off, Tony Khan. Take the balls and grab CM Punk. Be like, shut the fuck up. Talk about this pay-per-view and let's move on. But and that's not what he did. And the other thing is when, when CM Punk's dropping F-bombs and eating that muffin, <laughs> and then he in the middle it. of it, he plugs the bakery <laughs> he's like, that he got it really from. He's like, if we're in the area, you should go to this place. And it's like, I don't know how this bakery feels about this. Uh, their bakery says, we don't want up. your business. Oh, 48%. Yeah. Oh. Real, real talk. So I mean, it helped him, but I, I don't know if that's yeah. what you want. It's just, you, you, and that's thing. You have to watch the Mama's the, Little the, Bakery the, the media <laughs> scrum twice because the first time just to take it in and listen, and the second time to just watch Tony Khan because the that guy goes through so many emotions on his face, and you can tell at times where he just wants to just like roll over and die. If you watch, if you, it's like 20 minutes or whatever, 23 minutes. If you watch the media scrum, Punk has points. He has mm -hmm. things. His frustrations are real. There's real frustrations in there. That is not the time to air that. Oh, it is inappropriate. It is horribly handled by him. He shoots on CM Punk, Colt Cabana, not CM Punk, Adam Page and Kenny Omega and the elite, which are EVPs. He literally shits on the people that the guy next to him hired. He's like, you basically hired fucking worthless people to run this company. He's literally shitting all over Tony and Tony Khan's just like, oh, what the fuck? Well, I'll send right. you this video. It's a straight on shot of CM, but it doesn't move. And you can see Tony Khan's reactions. Like he's just deadpan staring like, what the fuck did I just get into? Huh. It's, it's interesting stuff. Um, Sounds worth it. It's, it's it, it it basically I know a lot of wrestling I'm sending it to you right now breaks down the fourth wall and they Especially have like now. they have specials where you can watch these like ride along and it's like oh these two were feuding last month but they're in a car singing together <laughs> but this this media scrum not like that gives you what it's really like <laughs> to be <laughs> behind the scenes yeah. behind the curtain like it's no joke ego ego ego. It's insane. It really is. It's embarrassing for him. I'm embarrassed for Tony Khan, honestly. Yeah. You, you feel bad for him, but... I just sent it in our little group message, and there's a notification. <laughs> watch that later, because that's all you'll need to watch. And you'll. I wish you watched it now so we could talk about it, but we got to get going. But Thanks, Lonnie, for There's a question. lot of... Like he said... <laughs> I, I, I do what I can. <laughs> there's a lot of people that want out of their AEW contracts to come back and work with AAA. Four to five years from now, that WWE roster is going to be stacked. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of these guys, it's funny because... Well, that was another problem with AEW, not to cut you off, but... You did! <laughs> Sorry. Oh! <laughs> That's one guy they didn't sign. Waited That's the up. problem. Everybody wanted out of WWE, so AEW's just signed this guy, signed this guy, signed... And then they oversaturated their market. So all these guys that feel like they should be on TV aren't getting on TV, and they're getting frustrated. They're getting upset, and they're all turning on each other. The entire women's division hates each other. They can't even be in the same and fucking I think room. some of them are faking mental Women. health problems. Alistair Black. 
Uh, yeah, Al, Al I think Strib- he honestly really is going through mental thoughts. I think he is, but I also think he's exaggerating it to get out of his contract. Real quick, three guys you want from AEW right now. You can only get three. Adam Cole, 100%. That, he's yeah, my favorite. Wardlow, I think, would be good in WWE. And as long as Triple H is in charge, MJF. Nice. I think a lot of people would have both Cole and MJF in there. I'm going to go different because I don't want to take on yours. And I'm not going to go Daniel Bryan, even though I think he's literally him. And there's like three people, him, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, best in the world in wrestling right now. Like they can literally have a match with a fucking napkin and it be a four and a half star because he only gives out five star matches Mm. to Kenny Omega. But did you see he gave uh, Walter and Sheamus a five star? Yeah. I was fucking surprised. That was a that was a banger. But I along those else, lines, along but, those uh, lines, Rusev. Yeah. Like you bring Rusev into that feud with Sheamus and Walter or any of those guys. Like I think Rusev was super underutilized. He should oh, have yeah. beat John Cena at WrestleMania when he came out in a fucking tank. Wasn't he in jail for? No. No. Who might thinking be thinking? Of? I don't know who you're thinking of. But there was a wrestler. I thought it was Rusev because he came out with a what was his wife or is his Lana? Lana. Yeah. Wasn't it? Or, oh no no it was Lana's actual husband. That Rusev is, is her. Really, yeah. No, that's really yeah. Life. But fuck, what's the Latin dude? But fuck? Sure. Oh, are you talking about Andrade or whatever? That's Charlotte Flair's husband. I would love to have I him think back he, too. I think, yeah. Or no, Del Rio. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, Del yes. Rio. Rio. That's, that's not, yeah, I was, the, okay. I was, I was like one of those Mexicans. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 no, oh. <laughs> Wait, that was more Asian. I don't know what that was. See. Um, so yeah, I would take oh. Rusev. I would take, um, I'm going to, fuck, I'm not going to go with the same people you are. Rusev, fuck it, they're all the same people basically. Because Adam well, Cole needs to come back, yeah, a hundred percent. And um, I'm gonna take the revival. Okay, I would maybe instead of Wardlow, I'd say Buddy Matthews, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I think uh, that his guy girlfriend's is fucking already amazing. there. I would love to see, even though I don't care for Brody Brody, Ripley. even though I don't care for Brody Lee, I'd love to see House of Black versus Judgment Day. I, I think. Uh, oh no, I know who I was gonna say. So I'm gonna go with Rusev. I'm gonna go with Pac. QT Marshall. Because mm-hmm. I I thought they shit on Neville. QT like, Marshall. On, <laughs> are you just googling names? Jack Evans. I don't even know who that is. Marco Stunt. Those are go- They're all released. Peter, Peter. I have no idea. So. I just typed in worst wrestlers. Stop it. Uh-huh. Um, Brandon, so yeah, I'm going to go Rusev. I'm going to go Pack, And then I'm going to go Sammy Guevara. Brandon Cole. Yes, Cutler. Sammy. I just... And they're, like they're, I said, FTR. I, and I want to do Andrade as well. I still think the best match I've ever seen was Gargano and Andrade. Yep, 100%. But yeah, you know, I, I, I really... I, I don't... The only reason I want AEW to fail <laughs> is because everybody will be out of their contracts. WWE can sign who they want to sign. But the thing is, like people like Adam Cole, he's contracted through 2028. Yeah, some of these like, guys sign like five-year deals, and it's Jeez. like, what the fuck? Him, Tony Khan bought ROH, so like him getting that up and running will help deviate some of the the wrestlers and their time and TV exposure and all that crap. I love Cesaro, but what I don't if think WWE, <laughs> even if they brought him there back, there was a dark window that opened up AEW dark absorbed the contract. At- any women like you witchery from AEW? Like dark energy <laughs> came from a, you know, it was just yeah. Haunted. I stopped listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Any women? Yeah. Um, I would like to see Britt Baker in Mikey, WWE. I feel and, like Mikey hates her, and I think she could learn a lot. Oh yeah, I think she could be schooled by some Becky Lynch. Same thing with 
Jade Cargill. Cargill. She's going to be, she's so young and green still, but I feel like she could be a star. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think the women in AEW are trash. They, they're they're meant <laughs> that, for AEW. That division they, is terrible. Yeah, it is and toxic. Yeah, they all but, hate each other. I don't get that. Rosa, Jade, or whatever. Mm. Who's the champ? Or well, the injured champ? Because she teams with Tony Storm. And they have a good name. Thunder. Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa yeah. Yes. Thunderstorm. Justin's like, yep, I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you know Justin? How you feel right now is how we felt during the Prey review podcast. Well, <laughs> you, you guys felt watched Justin. It, so. How you feel right now is how we feel every topic of <laughs> how we feel for the next. Oh yeah, okay. You know who'd you look up? Thunder Rosa. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm familiar with. Ooh, I'm very what about the Lucha Bros. I WWE am, actually tried yeah. to sign them. Yeah, and then they decided to go. I feel like with Triple H in charge, the women's division and the tag division is actually going to be all there. The, yeah, there. all divisions. There. Like the uh, the way he treats the Intercontinental and United States title Already now. Already in the two, uh, you know, six weeks or he just just needs to get new title belts, which he ordered. But he ordered a Justin. I will tell you the one person that AEW has not signed that I want to have signed is none other than. Ho! I feel you should end that segment there. <laughs> Literally end it there. You should, and then you should also end it on Ho! <laughs> Motherfucker. Now just put like, did I do anything for you? <laughs> well, so, do your best Lonnie impression. I did already. I talked to you. Oh. I said, thanks guys for your AEW question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, did you? John, what's your best Paco impression? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> What? <laughs> I sung a lot. I can't even do it. I gotta hear him. I miss that. Paco bit. don't want nothing like that. I miss Paco, that bean. It's. It was a. Andrew's are you rice. surrounded by hot pussy? <laughs> I know. I can't do it. I need to hear his voice. I'm good at mimicking. That's why yep. I need to hear Lonnie talk. Do you still have Paco's number? <sighs> yeah, it's not his number. Anymore. Uh, he moved to Mexico and got. Do you have cartelled that, or something? I don't. That girl's number that you called that you're like, holy shit! I don't think so. I have some cock. <laughs> you, I'm surrounded by hot cock. Are you? Sur- <laughs> <laughs> Who could we? Can we oosh somebody live on that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne's dead. Roseanne is dead. That's not how Paco like sounds, though. But Paco's more like, like Paco, 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 uh, Paco, Paco, Paco. Like when you're looking at me, it's really hard to do it. But he's oh, like, sorry, she says. Yo, let me talk to you. He's a bobcat. Come here, hey mama. Let me let me talk to you. I say I say you over there. Remember when you thought I had like the best Tracy Morgan impression? <laughs> You did. That came up under my feed on my memories the other day. He's going to ask you a question as Paco as Tracy Morgan. Go. I have to like listen. So to the listeners, honest to God. This sounds like Paco. This is Justin's best Paco impression. And this is John. what he sounds like. Thinks he really is sounding like Tracy Morgan. I do not think it. You thought it. So here we go. Hey, young blood. Young blood. (laughs) Let me talk to you. Come on here. Yo, I see you. <laughs> I can't even do it. Like, I, I can't even, like, get my mouth into that position anymore. <laughs> we want to talk about <laughs> That's straight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that we're talking? 
It came about because the Tracy Morgan thing came about because he used to host Scare Tactics. Scare Tactics, yeah. 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 Throw the boy. (laughs) He would go and he would cut to him (laughs) in between the pranks and he would talk about nothing that happened. He'd be like, so that's why the toilet flushed that night. (laughs) Like, what? They just scared you with the UFO invasion. But that's why my sandwich didn't have any pickles. <laughs> well, welcome back to that man on this pod trip, episode forty-four. Why, Paco? I need to hear. I don't know. That's I really need to pee. Like. All right. <laughs> this is what I bought the brought the diapers up here for. Uh, uh, okay. So, so Lonnie does a really good Fred Durst impression. John, <laughs> why are you laughing? John does a really good Tracy Morgan. You apparently do a really good. Paco, Paco, a.k.a. Christopher Walken and Christopher <laughs> Bobcat Goldworth, whatever his name Bobcat. is. Bobcat! I don't What would mine say? Now, you're taking... <laughs> John, also a, a does a, John also does a really good Whoopi Goldberg impression. No, I don't. Hey. <laughs> I do. Welcome it's back. more the hyenas from The Lion King. It's Whoopi Goldberg. Welcome hey, back Whoopi. to The View. We're with Whoopi. Whoopi, how have you been? How you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Oh, stop it. It tingles. Oh, God. Whoopi Goldberg, wasn't she in the Prey movie we just watched? <laughs> that's, that's fucked oh, up. I just, thought of my, I just thought of my next topic for our next episode. I'm going to ask you guys all to do just impressions on the spot. So. Yeah, my love impressions. So, Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was. Yeah. I used to be that able to do. Everybody, I used don't to touch do, me there. <laughs> don't tickle. I don't think my throat has changed over the years. I used to do a really good uh, Kermit the Frog, but I don't even think I could even attempt to do it. You I mean Jordan? I used Peterson? to do the joke all the time. Like, there's a frog god. in my throat. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a frog in my throat. Let me out of here. <laughs> Hi ho. Hi. Well. <laughs> I hope Kermit the Frog. I can't do. There's it like one person in one of these offices. It's like, what is ha- what? It's they lock they themselves in. And like, I just hear Tracy Morgan. Why don't you talking like that? So we're taking. A I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of that that Family Guy. Is everyone on the View a lesbian? Sure. <laughs> anyway, Family Guy. That Family Guy episode where uh, the door, you're letting the where, stank out. Where, where Brian goes to see a play and the per- everyone's voice sounds the same and he's like, oh, I liked it, but they all sound the same and it shows that people are like, yeah, I really like it. And it's like an old lady that sounds like, do you know which episode I'm talking no. about? No. Okay, let's cut all that then because it's not funny. <laughs> Whose leg do I got to hump to get a dry martini around here? Are we peeing? Yes. So we're just going to cut to a commercial. Uh, we'll be back next week for another uh, segment. <laughs> And guess what? There's probably no little thingy-majigger with my voice on it. There it's a, is. It's an outro. It's going to be John's. This is. I don't do outros. Yeah, fuck off. ML Image specializes in boudoir, ink, pinup, glamour, and even nude since 2005. ML Image celebrates and highlights the female form in the most vibrant, eloquent, and sultry of portraits. ML Image is an Omaha-based photographer. You can see his work at mlimage.com. Be warned, it is not safe for work. If you are a model looking to expand your portfolio, inquiries can be made through mlimage.com or mlimage on Instagram. 
consider becoming a patron for more exclusive and titillating content. You won't be disappointed. ML Image, where image is everything. That podcast do anything for you? Well, that's not all. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of this episode or whenever these things come out. Later. Thank <laughs> you.